I was always focused on women and children in the countries that we've traveled to. You're listening to The Bee Podcast. Make friends, learn new things, and feel understood. Now here's your host, Sage Lally. Hey you, and welcome back to The Bee Podcast. I'm your host, Sage, and today I'm so excited to be here with my friend, Latifa Alhaza. It's hard to think of Latifa and not think of travel. She swam with Amazonian Kanduru fish in Peru and Ecuador, contracted dengue fever in Puerto Rico, fallen on a colony of fire ants on Mount Kilimanjaro, and if that all wasn't enough, she's also been on hotel lockdown for bomb threats in Taiwan. In short, Latifa is a travel expert. She took her first international trip at four months old and since then has lived in four countries, been to five continents, and explored over 38 countries. She has since gone on to major in journalism as well as be selected to travel to Turkey for an international reporting class, winning an Emmy for her reporting there. And if that all wasn't enough for you, she's also the co-founder of Femscape Sojourns, a boutique women's travel company with her mom, Latifa. Hi, I'm so glad you're here. Hi. <laughs> so I would love, before we get started, if you could tell our listeners who you are, what you do. So I'm Latifa. I am a travel journalist, and I'm also the co-founder of Femscape Sojourns, with my mom being the other co-founder. So my mom and I have been traveling together since I was young. And growing up, my friends always thought it was so strange that I had this connection with my mom, that I was able to travel with her, especially like during teenage years when you just don't really want to be around your parents. Um, So I kind of, I don't know, I, I was talking with to my mom and I was just like, it's so weird that people think we're being weird for hanging out together and wanting to travel together. Like maybe we should kind of try to do something to make this more of a normal type of thing. And so, so I was like, yeah, maybe we should have like some type of company where we take mothers and daughters on trips with us and we have them do the same activities we do so that they can kind of see that it's not that it's not a crazy thing and that you can actually have fun with your mother, with your daughter. My mom was, my mom agreed. And then she was like, you know, actually we should kind of expand also and have different age groups because people my age, my mom is 60 now. She was like, people my age, you know, a lot of them are either divorced or they're widowed or they just don't have friends that are able to take time off and travel um, together. So she was like, maybe we should kind of have our travel company be for mothers and daughters but also for older women so that they can kind of have a group of women to travel with. And then, of course, I threw in, I was like, okay, then we should also add another category and have like younger women because um, I feel like that's probably more common. Every trip I've gone on, I was always kind of focused on women and children in the countries that we've traveled to. So I've always kind of tried to make that a part of my trip, even if my trip is solely just for like vacation and fun, et cetera. I've always tried to like, you know, go to a village and see a school or um, bring some supplies for a school or chat with the local women anyways. So we decided to kind of bring that into our trips just because one, that gives us kind of a unique aspect compared to some other travel companies. And two, just we really think that that is what will make the trip memorable for the women that are joining us. I know that also you're a travel journalist. What got you interested in travel writing? I went to a global studies world languages academy for high school. 
Uh, so we had to learn like four languages and everything revolved around learning about every place other than the United States, basically. So I attended this academy and in order to graduate, you kind of had to do something similar to a thesis. Um, you had to do like this capstone project is what they called it. So I wanted to do something outside of the country. Just honestly, I wanted an excuse to travel. So I like was chatting with my dad. I was like, okay, hey, like, why don't we go someplace in Africa? We hadn't been to Africa yet. And then I was like researching and I was like, okay, I really want to go to Tanzania. I'm not really sure what got me set on that destination, but I was like, this is where I want to go. So I got in touch with the ambassador. Um, I said, hey, I have this project. Can you give me some like kind of ideas of like what I could cover while I'm there? He kind of, he had mentioned like a school that was really in need. It was like really run down. They were really in need. And I was like, okay. So I kind of just try to formulate like, okay, how do I, how do I talk about, how do I cover the school? Like, how do I want to cover it? So I actually started with documentary. So now I write, but before I was video. Um, so, um, so yeah, I traveled, I traveled to Tanzania with my dad. We took a lot of equipment with us. It was my first time ever filming a documentary. I actually had zero idea what I was doing, um, but I just kind of took the camera. I like walked around, interviewed people. Um, I remember my teacher had said like, try to get B-roll. So I'm like, I don't even know what B-roll is. It's researching this and <laughs> getting B-roll. And uh, yeah, I came back. I, I hired someone to kind of tutor me with how to like edit video. I put this together and I created this like little documentary, I guess you could say. So that kind of got me started. So I I had already known that I wanted to go into journalism. So then I went into college majoring in broadcast journalism. And so in college, I had the opportunity to travel to Turkey with a group of people. And we all reported on different topics while in Turkey. And so I reported on this imprisoned journalist that had just been released from prison for like speaking out against the government. So anyways, it was kind of all these things that got me into wanting to not just be a journalist like in the United States or covering local news, but kind of wanting to travel and expand and and share stories of people that like people in the United States probably didn't know about. Um, yeah. And so then I went to grad school and my thesis, now I know how to edit and et cetera. So my thesis, I traveled to Nicaragua and I covered, um, I did a documentary about a group of women who we uh, who made bracelets and sold them to schools in the United States in order for them to have money to send their children to schools in Nicaragua. So that was really cool. And like I said, by this time, I know how to edit video, et cetera. And I just did a bachelor's and master's in journalism. So like I was <laughs> better equipped for this. And yeah, then after that, I kind of just continued on with journalism. I did switch from broadcast to print, but I do think that in the future I'll switch back to broadcast because I do like video a lot. What would you say is your most challenging travel experience? Um, let's see. I was in Puerto Rico and I got dengue fever from mosquitoes. So I was hospitalized while I was there. I had to extend my trip extra weeks. I was like helicoptered to, to the hospital. Um, and then I came back and I still, I came back and had to start graduate school. And so I still had like 
I was very lethargic and stuff. Like it was not an okay situation. It was actually horrific. When I was in Tanzania, it was when the volcano in Iceland erupted. And um, so we couldn't fly back to the States. So we had to stay like an extra three weeks, which at the time I was like, oh my God, I have to get back to school. I have to finish this project. Now I'm like, I don't know why I was stressed. Like I got to stay three extra weeks in Tanzania. But um, yeah, things like that. I I mean, I haven't really had any terribly horrific stories, I guess you could say, which is, I guess, shocking. I hope I don't. (laughs) But I mean, I have in China, I did struggle a lot in China due to the language barrier. So there were times that I was like trying to get a taxi for like hours and it was really late and it was kind of getting to a point where I was a little nervous. And when I travel, I don't really get nervous about other people or things like that. I try and I tell all my friends this, like I really try to carry myself in a way that I'm just like, like I'm, I'm really paying attention to my surroundings, but I also like don't look like I'm lost or nervous or anything like that. So I haven't had issues as far as dealing with you know, safety or anything like that. It's usually just like an illness or something. I would love before we go, if I could hear where our listeners can find you. Yeah, I mean, you can find me on Femscape Sojourns. Um, That's the website name. That's the Instagram name. You can find me personally on Instagram at Tifa with four H's. That's always like so awkward to explain to people. Um, yeah, you can find my articles on LinkedIn. I feel like everyone I've ever dated, like, has always done that. They, like, come to me, they're like, yeah, I read your recent article. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? How? (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Bee Podcast with your host, Sage Lally. If you liked today's episode, be sure to leave us a review. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Your story has the power to help others. If you step out in boldness and have the bravery to tell it, there are people here who will listen. You just have to speak. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.